Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what's going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. Um, I'm Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture on TikTok. I'm a TikTok legend, um, Instagram legend now as well, professional podcaster, ungaslightable baddie, and your source for everything that's going on in pop culture. Um, Merry Christmas Eve. I wanted to get this one out early today so you guys can maybe start your day with it. Just a little fun um, pickup of what's going on with pop culture before you get to your festivities and everything. Maybe listen to it when you get ready. But yeah, I just thought people would enjoy this for the morning. Um, I hope you guys have the best day and you spend it with your families and your loved ones and you eat a lot of great food and really just have a great time and enjoy your time off work and everything. That's like really important. I've been loving this rest and everything. So have a great Christmas Eve and Merry Christmas as well. That is tomorrow. And yeah, so today's lesson is um, we're going to talk about two big things that are going on. One is there's huge drama about Joshua Bessat and Olivia Rodrigo about driver's license exactly one year after it released you know it's not leaving public conscious yet there's still drama from it and it's huge so we're going to talk about that people are on joshua's side now which is crazy and we're going to talk about britney spears and the message the confidence message she had for her fans on instagram which was actually really inspirational and she revealed to us her real singing voice on her instagram and her caption was actually so beautiful about why she chose to do that so let's get into it but I want to start this episode off with the fact that Chris Jenner released a new Christmas song. Uh, it's a cover of Jingle Bells, and she released it featuring Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. And I'm just going to start the episode with playing that. It's really exactly what you expect from a Kardashian Christmas song. If there's one thing the Kardashians can't do, it's music. So enjoy that, and welcome to Pop Culture University. <laughs> Yeah, that song was kind of demonic. Um, Chris really should not be singing. But I appreciate the enthusiasm. And I know we're going to see that on their Hulu show with some silly little segment. So I'm excited for that. That means Travis is going to be a big part of the show. But we kind of already knew that. So I'm so excited for the show next year. So excited. It's something I'm really excited for for 2022. Anyway, let's get into the first topic, which is Joshua Bessette. If you have yet to hear this drama, you need to know. So listen up. There is explosive drama going on between Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bessette after Joshua Bessette went on the Zach Sang show and basically did a tell all about how his past year has been being public enemy number one after Olivia Rodrigo's album came out, including him being hospitalized. And honestly, he revealed a lot on that um, podcast besides just the fact um, that, you know, everything went on with Olivia. He revealed his story about coming out with the whole Harry Styles video. And then he talked about his um, unfortunate, terrible sexual assault as a child. And it was really like a Zach saying, tell all. And it was a really great interview. I recommend watching the whole thing. It's like an hour and 20 minutes, I believe. I watched it all twice. Anyway, we're going to talk about the parts where he uh, talked about the fact that he 
doesn't think that Olivia Rodrigo ever truly loved him because she did not protect him with the music that she put out and she did not protect him against her fans and he didn't care when she was hospitalized, when he was hospitalized because of the music that she put out. Uh, We're going to talk about the whole thing where Joshua basically said he does not believe Olivia ever truly loved him. So, and we'll get into specifically why. Okay, so let's start with the music that Olivia put out that really started it all. So, Olivia Rodrigo released first her lead single, Driver's License, that blew up all over the world. It has, like, billions of streams. It's won awards. It's literally the biggest song of, like, the last 10 years. And then she released her debut album, Sour, with a bunch of songs in addition to Driver's License that paint out Josh Joshua Bassett to be, like, the worst person in the planet and be a shitty, evil just disgusting specimen of a boyfriend the songs that really came for him include driver's license of course traitor um deja vu happier favorite crime enough for you she really painted him out to be just absolutely awful and she bashed him horribly and you guys remember no one really questioned what she was doing um if it was okay or not people were just jumping on the hate train it was just this ginormous polar express sized hate train of fuck joshua bassett literally all year so let's talk about when the music came out and blew up specifically driver's license so when that song kind of appeared from the atmosphere out of nowhere um and went number one and he started to get all this hate joshua bassett who is still a teenager was literally the world's public enemy number one because of how horrible she painted him to be he was harassed so intensely online for weeks by millions that he couldn't even go on his phone he was harassed and heckled whenever he left his house and he was even attacked at a coffee shop after the song came out by an olivia fan who when he walked in would not speak to him and kept playing driver's license over and over again and threateningly staring at him and then it eventually got so bad all of this hate seeing the comments not being able to leave your house without getting absolutely heckled um that joshua bassett was actually hospitalized because he was experiencing septic shock and heart failure due to stress yeah isn't that insane um stress can do crazy things to the body so he went to the hospital and when he got there he was he kept telling the people at the hospital i think i'm having a heart attack i think i'm having a heart attack and they wouldn't believe him and then they ran tests on him this was like during the height of covid too um at, at that time and the doctors came back with whatever test they did. I'm not a doctor. So I don't know like what they did, but they came back with a test and they told Joshua that even out of every patient in this hospital, including the COVID patients who are really getting it bad, that he is the sickest patient in this hospital and he is experiencing heart failure and septic shock and that, if he, that he only has a 33% chance of survival. Let's just take a minute to comprehend that of like what, imagine being told that, that you in this immediate moment, not unlike a year that you right now could die literally at any moment that is horrible and my heart goes out to him so much um that would give me so much more stress that i, th- I think i'd just die on the spot i'd be like oh fuck a 33 percent chance kill me now like give like i let someone pull the plug like put me down that is what i would say i'm not gonna make it so joshua honestly is so strong for getting through that i could only imagine what it's like to be hated by millions um People were saying that's dramatic, but I, I don't know. Everyone's body responds to stress differently. We can't really get into the mentality of what that's like to happen to you unless it really does. But I think Joshua is so insanely strong for that. And the fact that he was able to control himself and calm himself down, 
he said he like sent up a prayer or something and then he got better after I believe like a day or so in the hospital thank god he did because at first they were telling him they were seeing no improvements and that you know his chance of survival was going down but anyway he survived thank god so he was talking about that experience on the Zack Singh show and um when it came to Olivia's point of view of all of this Joshua in a very respectful manner because he's literally seems like such a great respectful man like i i'm i'm so for him now um and i'm so i just admire him he expressed that he was really disappointed in olivia and at that moment is when he knew she never truly loved him and he wanted to explain why he thought that he thinks his definition of true love is that if you really truly love someone even after a breakup and you know things got nasty or you met someone else that you would truly wish the best for them and would not um, condone the public bashing of that person and wish negative on them, wish poor health upon them. And he thinks that that is exactly what Olivia did. And he thinks that whole experience showed her true colors because Olivia, in the wake of him going to the hospital, apparently she knew exactly what his condition was and she never went to visit him or check if he was okay, even though they recently still broke up. And I'm sorry, if Olivia is singing about, and I still fucking love you, babe, I I completely agree with Joshua. No, you don't. If you really still loved him, you would go check on him. And second, she, secondly, she would tell her fans to stop. She would literally make a PSA, like go to the fucking White House like you did before, make a PSA and say, stop heckling this man. Stop hating him on the internet. Try to control her fandom. And she didn't do that at all. She, as he said, threw her to the dogs and really just exposed her true color. She was getting all the success, knowing exactly how he was doing. He was not happy and healthy, you know, if she ever cared to ask. If she ever cared to ask. She didn't. And I completely agree with Joshua. Maybe she didn't mean what she wrote in that song about him. And I think that's fucked up that she wrote all those songs about him and let the world bash him. And literally a part of her, like, promotional campaign was, like, bashing Joshua. She knew what her fans were doing the whole entire time. She was out there liking tweets about it, having this whole image of, oh, I'm a heartbroken teenage girl. Like, this fuckboy, like, did this to me. How could he? That was her whole image that she was trying to relate to her fans so they would see themselves in her and, you know, buy her music. She let his life get ruined and then just um, embraced all the success and didn't care at all. And I think... I totally agree with what he said. So here's what uh, that part of the interview. Here's what Joshua said. My philosophy is when you really love somebody, you want to protect them and you want to care about them. And I realized in wanting to protect people that I love that the people who haven't protected me, maybe they didn't love me in the way that they think they did. And maybe they didn't actually love me because true, true love, not romantic, true love says I care for you as a human being and I care in your best interest and I want to make sure that you are okay. And when that isn't shown it, it to me, I don't believe you if you say you love me and then you, you throw me to the dogs. And so, you know, actions speak louder than words. Love is an action. Um, I think the reason why I'm trying to protect people is because I really love them. And I don't know if I could say that in the other way around when you're in the hospital literally fighting for your life and the people you you expect to who know how bad your condition is be there for you when they're not it's all the information you need in the world who they really are 
as we already know, my rant before, I could not agree more with everything he said because, like he was saying, this could have just been a girl writing songs. You know, an artist, a teenage girl writing songs about her exit experience she had. But after it blows up and becomes a monster hit, hit and becomes a situation where a teenage boy cannot leave his house without getting harassed, it has turned into something else and she needs to stick up for him. She should have done something and he didn't. She didn't bat an eye at all. She just continued with this amazing campaign of like, like, I'm better after the heartbreak. Thank God. Go buy my music if you relate. She continued with that. And I think that really, like he said, shows her true colors. So now people are wondering, I made a TikTok about this. It got a half a million views. People are now kind of wondering what side to be on. So let me go read the top comments from my TikToks and get the world's view on this because I think this is a really important thing to talk about. So the top comments, first one um, was on Team Olivia. How is that her fault? They said she vented through her music. She never told them who he was or told them to go after her. I think she meant him. Anyway, she said, how is him being bullied her fault? Okay, so that was the first time comment. Clearly Team Olivia. Um, but if we're looking at the obvious, it's her fault because her music sparked the hatred against him. And she did reveal his identity with the lyrics in the song, Blonde Girl. Everyone knew they were dating because of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Everyone knew it was about him. There's no, yeah, clear as day. Anyway, let's not pretend that it wasn't clearly about him. Anyway, next popular comment was, I believe, Team Josh. She said, you guys do have some points, but she never told anyone to stop the hate. He was in the hospital when people were sending death threats and she did nothing. I totally agree with that one. There's a really popular comment under it that said, that's what I'm saying. Someone else said, Olivia has a, has a voice that she clearly constantly uses. She is very active online. And she, uh, they said, she could have asked her fans to stop the death threats and hate, but she didn't. And yes, she's still a child, but she also chose to be an influencer. So she has the responsibility to at least control her fans. I absolutely agree. And if she's this mature, you know, teenage girl who this immature boy did this to her, I totally agree. Okay, I'm going to stop reading the comments now. People were on Josh's side, and I'm so happy that they were. Um, I'm happy that we established that. And now this whole thing definitely like repairs Josh's reputation overall, and I'm so happy that it did. Um, over the past year, he had to suffer this uh, Joshua hate campaign, and I'm so happy he's free of that and you know won't end up in the hospital again, thank God. Um, and lastly, he said a really good quote about artists and their fans because after olivia like sicked her fans upon him she's he said i think a lot of times people will be like don't blame artists blame their fans but i think we should really look at how much you are responsible as an artist for what conversations go around your art i could not agree more and that is so insanely important especially in this whole twitter fandom age and tiktok it's insane artists need to be held responsible for their fandoms these fandoms worship them so they and they have control over them kind of they need to lead them in the right direction they need to tell them what's right and wrong and when did it become okay to condone bullying after someone went through a breakup like that's not okay at all i know fans can get passionate because they love these celebrities who you know inspire them and their music touches them and everything i totally get it like i'm petty pop culture i love celebrities i totally get it but Artists need to control their fandoms um, and the the environment that they create, the community that they create is so apparent with each fandom like like that I've experienced. 
Um, you can tell by how a celebrity acts how bad their fandom will be. Like, the Olivia fandom is very hard on Josh, and that's because Olivia doesn't do anything. But there's other fandoms, like the Arianators, um, Arianator, Ariana, sorry, will often speak about, like, don't send this person hate, like, don't do this. And her fans are way more respectful. Nicki Minaj's fan, the Barb's, they are not respectful at all because Nicki cultivates that, that environment. Nicki's always bashing someone. Yes, she'll try to control them a bit, but she doesn't. I get so many DMs anytime I say something even iffy about Nicki. And, oh, that rhymed. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm Nicki Minaj. Um, anything iffy about Nicki, calling me the F-slur and telling me to kill myself. Like, people, celebrities need to go through some kind of training, literally, of how to control their fandoms because it's getting out of control. So, anyway. Good day on my mind. So, okay, what can we learn from this? I think what we can learn from this is that um, what Joshua was saying about true love, true love, um, I think, is when if you really, truly love them, you would always wish them the best and always want the best and happiness for them and would never put them in harm's way and would never try to ruin their life. It's about having a deep respect for someone that you want to see do well. And that is true love. It's not like romantic or lust where... You love someone and then the second they break up with you, you know, you hate them and you bash them. That's not true love. So I think we can learn that. Uh, maybe that can, you know, help us know if we really truly love someone or maybe if we're just lusting, which a lot of teenagers do, but you get it. Find someone you truly love and you'll never have to deal with this. And secondly, artists are responsible for their fans. And I hope in the future artists take more responsibility. And I hope this Joshua interview makes some changes. So, yeah, that was a long segment. Sorry. Alright, so let's quickly talk about Britney Spears. Um, Britney is fresh out of her 13-year conservatorship and she is ready to unleash her real self, including her real singing voice. In a post, along with a really inspirational message about reminding herself who she is in the first place and what got her here and her what a great talent she is, she posted a singing video showing us the talent that we haven't seen in a long time. So here's the video. I want you to know just what Um, after she posted that, a lot of people were clowning her, of course, as they like to do with Britney on the internet. Did you guys know Britney Spears won a uh, choice social media star at the People's Choice Awards? You guys are so wrong for that, for voting for her. C come on. That was not okay. You guys were trolling her. I'm so happy she didn't go and give like a heartfelt speech. And then people 
clown her on the internet. I I hate you guys for that. Anyway, um, so a lot of people were clowning her about this. Some people, of course, were saying it was good, hyping her up, and it was like it wasn't bad. Like you can tell, she has vocals. You know, she has pipes. So it wasn't completely bad. But some people were saying some funny things in the comments, as she does deserve a little. Someone in the comments said, "I love you, but hell, Jesus, Queen." My audio was fully blasted in public. Yeah, that would have been horrible when I played it the first time. I definitely had to turn my volume down. Um, Someone said, me when someone steps on my toe while waiting in line for Pizza Hut. That's so random, but it's literally one of the most liked comments. Someone said she was trying to be Christina Aguilera, and they made like a video of Christina like lip syncing, and then they put the Britney Spears run over it. Like They were like, oh, Britney's trying to do a Christina run, but she would never. She hates Christina at this point. Um, someone said, I can't wait to see what TikTok did with this. And it was amazing, to be honest. I was scrolling through TikTok and someone put the audio of her singing. And then at the end, they put the, um, shut up from that really famous vine of that girl just like belting in her bathroom and then her mom telling her to shut up. I, I, I sent it to like 15 people. So that was amazing. Anyway, um, along with that post was this really inspiring caption about why she chose to, um, post her real singing voice and why she chose to share that and it was all about reminding herself reminding herself who she is so she said um i just realized this today guys after what my family tried to do to me three years ago i needed to be my own cheerleader god knows they weren't so i just read up on myself and this is what i found oh she googled herself she said multi she said i found multi-platinum grammy award-winning pop icon britney spears is one of the most successful and celebrated entertainers in pop history with nearly a hundred million records sold worldwide in the u.s alone she has sold more than 70 million albums singles and songs according to nielsen music um then she went on to say more accolades and at the end of the caption she wrote no i'm not auditioning for anything i'm reminding myself and the world of who i am yes i will be my own cheerleader why i'm here to remind my white in quotes classy family that i haven't forgotten what they did to me nor will i ever forget why is britney spears maybe the most unhinged person on social media but also maybe the most inspirational like her messages have points all the time her post makes several points and i'm oddly so inspired after i read more than half of them she posts really good quotes too and in regards to this quote i completely fucking agree you don't always have to be humble i think being humble half the time maybe is good and there but the other half i really think you should celebrate yourself and let others celebrate you too and remind yourself of who exactly the fuck you are if you're not gonna if you're not gonna celebrate your successes and pat yourself on the back what's the fucking point because i promise you no one else is gonna do it for you and even if they do they're not gonna do it as good as you so you need to relish in who the fuck you are boast bitch boast it on social me social media every once in a while i honestly think that would be like a good uh technique to use to just practice self-respect like positive self-talk remind yourself everything you've accomplished and how far you've come and let being humble take the back fucking seat let everyone know how amazing you are because you are amazing and britney spears is amazing and i'm so happy she posted that i wish people would brag more i loved reading that caption i think if more people did that it wouldn't even be like bragging it would just be like spreading honestly positive self-talk i think it'd be a good example so i think more people should boast about themselves 
when they accomplished something. My roommate like threw a party for herself and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. She um, like got 500 connections on LinkedIn. So she literally like to her, that was a big like business uh, accomplishment. So she threw herself a party and I thought that was fucking awesome. And it was honestly inspiring. I was like, wait, I need to relish in my accomplishments more. So, um, oh yeah. At the end of that post, Britney Spears said, P.S., new song in the works i'm gonna let you know what i mean so that's really exciting she's releasing a new song soon i have no idea what to expect but i know it'll be amazing i feel like it's gonna be like nothing i think she'll give us you know a little vibe of what she used to do but it's gonna be having a new twist to it and i'm really excited and i know her vocals will sound great because we just heard it so what can we learn i think we can learn let yourself be celebrated and there is no need to be humble all the time look in the mirror remind yourself how amazing you are and go on social media and let everyone fucking know. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Should I start now? Should I do this for you guys? Should I learn from Britney Spears? Practice what I preach. Okay. So I'm Patty pop culture and honestly I'm hot as fuck. Like I've been working out for like 18 months at this point, maybe not 18 months, but really hard for 18 months and I'm hot as fuck. My body is banging. I've lost so much weight. I've gained so much muscle I look good as hell. Um, so good, in fact, that I accidentally posted um, a half-naked photo of myself on my Snapchat story today. And 20 people saw it before I took it down. It was very explicit. Uh, there was an emoji over that part, fortunately. But I was in the shower. Like, I took it before I got in the shower because, you know, I had a pump for my workout. Wanted to, you know, track my fitness. I went to save it and I accidentally hit the add to story button. And my friend called me and she was like, Patty, did you see your story? And I was like, fuck, No. But anyone who saw it, they complimented me. And I was like, yeah, because I look good as fuck. Um, should I continue? Like, I don't know. I'm smart. Go to a great school. I have a very pretty face. And I know that. And I'm very happy with it. Um, I'm creative. I'm charismatic. It's a, Those two things have allowed me to create a platform with 1.1 million followers on TikTok. And that is not something that everyone can do. And that's a big accomplishment. So I need to pat myself on the back for that. And I have so much potential and I am way smarter than I think. So that is me boasting about myself and not letting myself be humble all the time because I am humble a lot. So that was my healthy dose of not being humble. And I challenge you guys to post something on your Instagram story where you're not being humble. Tell everyone who the fuck you are, pat yourself on the back, and let everyone, remind everyone how amazing you are. Please do that. All right, let's review um, from Joshua Bassett. We learned that hold on. we learned that true love is different from romantic or lustful love. It's when you truly want the best for someone and have a deep-rooted respect for them and would never want anything bad to happen to them. It's unconditional love whether you're with them or not. And then from Britney Spears, we learned that it's there's not always a need to be humble. You're free to celebrate yourself and brag a little bit. And it's not a bad look. So do that 
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Pop Culture University. Please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Literally just give it a five star. You don't even have to like type anything out. Follow it on Spotify. Tell your friends about it if you want. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you next time, Monday. Um, okay, class dismissed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.